I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. And when people pay, they pay attention. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work On Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know I'm 100% substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that Work On Your Game Live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real-life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer, but those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face-to-face -face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd, and work on your game live. Go to workonyourgame.live to get all details, register your seat, and I'll see you in Miami. That's workonyourgame.live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details and you can get started by going to work on your game university dot com. That's work on your game university dot com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to occur. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That's the energy that makes you into a go getter where you go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques and one unifying philosophy all under one umbrella known as work on your game. 
My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to help people. Here's the number one thing you could do to help people is let them do the work. Yes, the work on your game, guys, telling you the number one way to help people is to let them do the work. Now, before I get into this, let me tell everybody real quickly that I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single morning. If you think this show is motivational, think the show keeps you on point and inspired and focused and locked in for the day, then you might as well, since you're already giving me 20, 30 minutes of your day listening to this show, you might as well get the text message, which will take you 10 seconds to read every single morning. The message will keep you focused, sharp, and on point straight to your phone every day. The only way to get it, easy way to get it, is to text me right now at my number. My number is 305-384-6894. When you text me, we'll confirm you. You'll be able to engage with me directly there. And every morning, you're going to receive my daily motivation text. I mean, is that simple enough? Anybody doesn't know how to do that. Anyone need me to repeat those instructions? Great. Now let's get into the topic. How to help people by letting them do the work. There was an overseas basketball player who DM'd me recently. He was asking me about NBA G League tryouts, or at least a player who wants to play overseas basketball, or maybe he wants to play G League. He just wants to play professional basketball and he wants to get paid. And I told him that if he wants to play pro, that the best thing that he can do, because he was talking about going to a G League tryout. And any of you who's followed any of my material where I talked about the NBA's G League, which is the minor league for the NBA, and the G League has created this opportunity, and I use the term loosely, where they allow anybody, as long as you're willing to pay the $150, $200 tryout fee, you can show up to a tryout at one of the many G League open tryouts all across America, and you are literally trying out for the NBA. It's kind of indirect because you would be trying out for the G League, but if you make the G League, then you can make the NBA. Because NBA teams, like you can't go try out for the Knicks, but you can try out for the Knicks G League team. So the NBA has been doing this for over 10 years now, having these open tryouts where anybody can try out for the team. And I have made videos being very critical of the NBA G League's open tryout process. I have participated in it. I see how it works. I met players who have been through it. I have spoken for the G League. I've spoken to thousands of professional basketball players over the years. And many of them know me. Many of them listen to this very show. And I was have been very critical. I did a video where I was very critical of the NBA's G League open tryouts because I know that it's not a real, it's not the kind of opportunity that the NBA sells it as. They sell it as a chance for anybody to try out for the NBA or try out for the G League, but it's not really that for many technical reasons that I explained in that video. You can find that video on YouTube. It's still up to this very day. And anyway, the reason that I brought that up is because this player was saying that they were thinking about trying out for the G League. And the reason that a lot of players, I guess their first idea when they're thinking of trying to play pro basketball is to try out for the G League is because it's usually a team that is within driving distance of where you live because the G League has teams like they got like 30 teams, like almost one team to every team in the NBA. And so it's close by. So you don't have to make a big investment in, in terms of travel. You might be able to travel there and come back home the exact same day. The other thing is the entry fee is pretty low. It's usually about 150 to $200. Now, all of you have heard the phrase, you get what you pay for, right? Okay, it is true. And so this is why a lot of players, that's the first step is they want to go try out for the G League. Understand you're not really trying out for the G League, but that's a whole different conversation for a different day. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because this is what the player said. So I said to the player, what you need to do instead is go and try out for, go to an overseas exposure camp, go to a camp that is designed to attract and help. It's designed to attract decision makers from overseas basketball teams and help players who want to play professional basketball overseas to get seen. Because at those events, you could actually get a contract and actually go play overseas just off that event. Whereas with the G League, the chances of you actually signing with a G League team, no matter how well you play at that camp, 
are very, very low. So what the G League is doing is really just hustling you, taking your $150, multiply about 100 people that came, and they're using that money to fund their operations. G League does not have a lot of money. So all that is a hustle for them. So he said, this player, this is in the direct messages on Instagram, he replied to me and said, okay, well, send me some camps that I can choose from. This is what the player said to me. My first thought was, motherfucking, you want to be a professional basketball player? You want me to, you want me to do all the work for you? You want me to play in the games for you too? I didn't say that to him. But my response was, I told him, uh, that's your job. Uh, you want to play pro basketball, you better actually start doing some of the work. You think as you sent a couple DMs, all of a sudden, everything's just going to be handed to you on a platter? Absolutely not. Now, mind you, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Dre, that's just an isolated situation. There are many, millions of basketball players in the world. You're taking this one example and you're going to build a whole episode around that. It might be a flimsy premise upon which to build this conversation. And you would be right. Except that here's something else that you don't know. Let me inform you of it. I've had this conversation with about 100 plus basketball players over the years. I have this conversation often with people who will come to me and they say, well, I need help with this thing or that thing, whatever the thing is. Many times it's been basketball players because my background is a, a professional player and someone who wrote books on how to play overseas. So these players, a lot of times, or just people in general, they want you to do all the work for them for their goal, the thing that they want to achieve. And this is something that I've been reading about a lot in terms of selling, especially any of you who's in sales, that especially people who sell their intellectual property, where you pretty much have open, you have free reign to set your price wherever you want. You're selling something like coaching. You're selling something like anything like mindset or anything like teaching people how to sell stuff. Those things are intangible, which means you can set the price wherever you want. You can sell it for $97. You can sell it for $997. You can sell something for $9,997. You can sell it for $99,997. The exact same product. What's the difference? Nothing. The only difference is how much you want to sell it for. And any of you who's ever, any of you who teaches sales or has taken, read any books on sales or taught sales or been in any group coaching programs or taken courses on selling, you know what the thing is when it comes to price is that when people pay, they pay attention. And understand that payment does not always just mean money, because we know from episode 609, we have five forms of investment, right? Time, money, attention, energy, and focus. When people invest in what they're doing, not only will they pay more attention, but usually they get better results simply because they are more invested in getting the result because of how much they invest in the front end. The more someone invests in the front end, the more likely they're going to get a result on the back end. Why? Because they put more in on the front end. And because they put so much in on the front, they're going to make sure they get their money back on the back. This is why you as a salesperson, you are actually doing your prospect a service when you charge them more money, because the more they invest, the more likely they're going to do the work that is necessary to get the ROI from their investment. When you charge people a low price or you try to be low price because you think maybe people don't want to spend so much money or you have some hangups yourself emotionally and mentally when it comes to money. So you set a really low price. Yes, you will sell people on that low price. The problem is they will not get their return on investment from that investment, not because your product's not good and not because you're not good, but simply because you have not forced them to stretch themselves enough to understand the value of what they're getting. Therefore, they won't understand it and therefore they're not going to get their ROI. Therefore, you have wasted their time and your time and you only got a little bit of money for it. So you just screwed them and you all at the same time when you set low prices. When you set your prices high and you force people to come up to your level of whatever price you set for whatever it is you're offering, you are actually doing them a service. You are forcing them to pay a ton of attention because when people spend maybe a little bit more money than they're comfortable spending on something, you know what they're going to do? They're going to make sure 
that they get every penny of ROI back from that investment. They're going to pay attention to everything you say. They're going to do everything you tell them to do. They're going to follow every exercise. They're going to jump on every call. They're going to watch every recording. They're going to do everything that they're told. They're going to follow every strategy and plan. And guess what? Since you're good and your game is good, you as the teacher, you as the expert, they're going to get results. So everybody wins. You made the kind of money you need to make because you set a price that makes sense for you. They're going to get the result. They'll give you a testimonial and they'll bring more people in on the back end. Everybody wins when you're willing to force people to do the work. And sometimes doing the work just means making them go get the money to pay you what they actually need to pay. Not the amount they're comfortable paying, but the amount that they need to pay so that they are fully invested. And I just gave you a sales training there. And this episode is not even about selling. But this is what we do here at Work On Your Game. I, I just like to give. I can't help it. But let's get into our points here today. We haven't even started. Today's topic, once again, is how to help people by letting them do the work. Point number one, if you want to help a person, maneuver them into being as self-sufficient as possible. This is how you help somebody. Make them be self-sufficient, meaning, yes, you teach them. Yes, you train them. Yes, you give them the information. But at some point, you got to stop teaching them, stop training them, stop giving them all the information and leave them to figure things out on their own. At some point, you have to do this. At some point, you got to stop handholding with people, because if you hold their hand forever, they will never become self-sufficient enough to do anything without you. And while you might feel that puts you in a position of power that they always need you, it does in a way, but it also puts you in a position of weakness because now the only way they'll ever be good is by needing you and how much time do you have to give away. Now, you only got 24 hours in a day. Remember, time is your most valuable resource. So how much how much do you want to be needed by other people? Again, it might feel like a power position at first, but then as it starts to accumulate, you will realize what, that you've actually dug yourself into something that you can't get out of. Any of you ever saw the movie Ray? the Ray Charles movie in which Jamie Foxx was the star. I think he won the, uh, what's the award for being the best actor? Is it the Oscar award? Whatever the award is for being a great actor, the best actor of the year award, whatever it was, he won the award for that movie. He, the, he portrayed Ray Charles, the musician. And there was a point in the movie where, because everybody knows Ray Charles was, is blind. I don't know if Ray Charles is still alive. I think he might be dead, but he lost, he lost his vision from, at a very young age as a kid. And in the movie, there was this scene where young Ray Charles was going blind. He could not see anymore. And whenever he would, and one time he was playing on the floor in the kitchen. And this is, he was maybe three years old. So he fell and, you know, he starts crying out for his mom. His mom is right there in the room as he's falling on the floor and he's crying out for his mom. He cries out for his mom, cries out for his mom. And his mom looks at him and she flinched like she was about to go help him out. But then she stopped herself and she didn't help him. She just stood there and looked at him. She didn't say anything. She didn't even make a noise to let him know where she was. And he cries and cries. And then he stops crying. And then he starts to kind of feel his way around on his own. Because mind you, at this point, he's completely blind. He can't see. So he slowly feels around the floor, sees where he's at. He gathers his bearings. He stands up. And now he has this very strong, heightened sense of all his other senses get heightened because he doesn't have a sense of sight. But now his sense of everything else, touch, smell. All of those things, all of those senses go up. His hearing, all of that got sharper because he didn't have his sight anymore. And then he walks around the room a little bit and he walks straight towards his mom because he, his senses were so strong. He could sense where she was, even though she wasn't saying anything. And the reason that I'm bringing that anecdote up and that scene from that movie was that Ray Charles's mom understood by that point, okay, this, this boy is blind and he's never going to be able to see. So at some point, He's going to have to learn how to get around on his own. I can't just go babying him and helping him every time he has, every time he needs help or thinks he needs help. So 
The next time he falls, I'm going to let him figure it out on his own. So that's why she didn't say anything where her, her child fell on the floor and he needed help getting up. She didn't help him, but she did help him by forcing him to help himself. This is the best way that you can help another person is putting them in that position to help them out. Doing everything for a person is not helping them. When you're selling someone a product for $1,000 and they say, well, no, $1,000 is stretching me. I only got 500. Lowering your price to 500 to help them out is not actually helping them because they're not going to get the full return investment from that investment simply because you didn't force them to step their game up to a higher level. See, that's part of your helping them is forcing them to step their game up. You can't step another person's game up. Only they can step their game up. Like Ray Charles' mom couldn't step her son's game up, but she could force him to do so by simply not helping him when he thought he needed help when he realized he could help himself. But she had to stay quiet to force him to do so. Doing everything for a person is not helping them. What you're doing is enabling their weakness and keeping them dependent on you. And again, might seem like a power position until you realize what you actually signed yourself up for. You're not empowering them and is actually not empowering you either. Eventually, you're not going to be around. And now that person is helpless and they're powerless. And this is something, this is the kind of answer I've given to people many times over the years. I've had athletes, especially in my when I was 100% in basketball days, I would get athletes who would reach out to me and say, Dre, you know, I'm you know, not really feeling basketball right now. I don't feel motivated to work out. I'm not making the team. Oh, I didn't make the team. No, I'm not really getting the kind of results that I want. I just feel like I need some kind of motivation or inspiration to help me out. Can you give me something motivational to keep me focused and on point that will help me feel better about myself as a basketball player? And this would be like in a comment or an email or a direct message. And my answer when someone would ask me a question like that would always be no. It was always no. And to this very day, if somebody asks me a question like that, the answer is still no. Reason why the answer is no is even though I have 400 plus weekly motivation videos on YouTube to this very day, even though I have 2000 plus episodes of this show that gives people the inspiration, motivation, mindset, whatever you want to call it, that will help you focus, stay sharp, focus and on point all the time. They're 20, 30 minutes a piece. Even though I have these, even though I have all these books that you can see behind me, that many of them are about mindset and you can read them as much or as little as you wish. Even though I'm sending out a daily motivation text from my number 305-384-6894 every single day directly to your phone, even though I have all of this material out there that can help people, but you have to go get it and no pick and choose is going to work for you. I never, ever would give somebody some no words of encouragement or motivation in a DM if they ask me for it simply because, and this would be my reason to tell them though, what are you going to do when I'm not around? What are you going to do when you go off to college, for example, let's say I'm talking to a high school, you go to college, you need motivation now in high school. Let's say you go to college and the coach says something to you that you don't like, or you play in a game and you play terribly, or you don't get in the game and you're wondering, you're questioning your whole existence as an athlete. What are you going to do then? Are you going to DM me again to pick you up then? And then the next game, you're going to do it again. The next game, you're going to do it again. So I'm going to teach you right now that you're going to need to be your own answer in this situation. You need to help yourself out in this situation because I'm not always going to be around to help you out. And even if I am available, I'm not available because you're not going to get to where you need to go in your life if you always need to lean on me or anyone else every time you have a problem. And I would tell them that directly. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all of you who are listening to me right now, I'm telling you that directly. Now, again, I have the materials out there. I send the text messages. I write the books. I had the videos. I had the podcast. I offer one-on-one coaching. I do these things. But at the same time, the purpose of me coaching somebody is not to make you dependent on me forever. All right. Now, if we work together for a long time, it's because 
we're going to work on this. Okay, we got that taken care of. Now let's work on this. We took care of that. Now let's work on this. We took care of that. Now let's work on this. We shouldn't be working on the same problem year after year after year. That wouldn't make any sense. Somebody's messing up here. So the point is helping people get self-sufficient. One way you do that is to force them to have to do something on their own. Not everything, but some things on their own. Now, again, doesn't mean people don't get help. I am a strong advocate for you having people around you who can see things you can't see helping you out, whether that's coach, mentor, trainer, mastermind group. Those things matter. It's good for everybody to have those things in place. While at the same time, it's important that you know that you're going to have to no, lean on yourself at times. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is the best way to help people is let them do the work. Here's a disclaimer. Some people are not going to be happy about this strategy of yours. You can take that from firsthand experience. I can tell you some people are going to be upset with you that you are not giving them the answers that they want or you're not motivating them or giving them the pick me up that they claim that they need in certain situations. Some people, uh, especially at first, this is going to happen. Uh, the, some people's first reaction is going to be maybe upset or anger or distress that you're not helping them out the way that, you, that they thought you would help them out. Some people in the long run, though, will come back and thank you for the fact that you didn't hold their hand when they need to learn how to hold their own hands. Some people will never be happy with you for it. And these type of people, you don't want them in your circle anyway. So let them be unhappy. I can't tell you, though, how many people over the last 15 years have come to me essentially asking me to do their work for them. And they weren't even they weren't even offering to pay me for it. Now, listen, if I, you're one of my coaching clients and you want me to do some things for you. I will gladly do them for you because you're paying me for it. I will gladly help you. Let's just be clear of what I'm going to do. Let's be clear what you're going to do. But if someone comes to you and just saying, well, hey, can you somebody came to like this player? I told you about the introduction. He said, well, can you send me some camps that I can go to so I can play overseas? So my first thought was this player is probably not going to play overseas. Uh, the fact that you're even willing to ask me that question, uh, you're not willing to take ownership of your own career. You're probably not going to have a career. Something that I've been telling parents for years. Any of you parents who's listening to this right now, I've had many, many basketball parents reach out to me. Mothers, fathers, even girlfriends, wives reach out to me and say, well, my son a player, my boyfriend, husband wants to play professional basketball overseas. I was looking up information to see how I could help him out. You know, and whenever they would message me or ask me a question, it's usually the ladies asking the question for their male uh, significant other or son or something like that. They want to help him out or their friend. They want to help him play ball. I would always say to them the same thing. I would answer their question most of the time, but I would always say to them the same thing. You, miss, should not be reaching out to me. Uh, your son is 19. He wants to play overseas. Why am I talking to you? Your husband is 30. He wants to play overseas. Why are you doing the research? Your boyfriend is 22. He wants to play pro basketball. Why are you emailing me? The girlfriend emailed me. You're not trying to play overseas. Why are you doing the work? That's his job. And I'm going to tell him that. I would say, listen, I appreciate you and I respect you for wanting to help your guy or your son out. At the same time, if he's not willing to take the reins to even do this little piece and get the information, uh, he doesn't have the personal initiative to handle his own business. So even if he does get a job overseas, he's going to do something to fuck it up. He's going to be right back there at home with you on the couch. And there may be some people listening to this who will co-sign that I have actually said this. These, this. I am not making this up. This is the way that I respond when I would get ladies coming to me, asking me or telling me that they're trying to help their guy or son make it in basketball. Well, listen, after the age of 18, parents, girlfriends, wives, 
All right. Your job is done. All right. If your guy who you're trying to help is 18 or older, it is not your job to get the information. It's not your job to email me. It's not your job to ask the questions. It is his job. And if he's not willing to do it, then he don't really want the job. And even if you are able to get the, if you're the greatest hustler in the world, miss, and you're able to help him get the job, he's going to blow it because he didn't do the work to earn it in the first place. As I've been explaining right here so far in the first 20 minutes of this episode. And some people will get annoyed with you when you tell them that. I've had ladies get annoyed with me when I said that to them. Some people say nothing and who knows what happens to them. And to be fair, I also hear from people who they tell me that they use the stuff for growth and they gotten value out of it. But understand that your discipline, those of you who are out there who want to help other people, your discipline is knowing the best way to help people is to empower them to do their own pushups. Now, again, it doesn't mean you can't give them some information. It doesn't mean you can't give them some tips. It doesn't mean you can't tell, give them some words of encouragement and something that can help them along the way or help them put together a strategy, but they have to do the work. All right. You can't do pushups for another person. All right. They got to do it themselves. At some point, everybody has to learn how to fight their own battles. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to help people let them do the work. In sales, there are three levels of assistance. And these basically should determine how you are figuring out what your offer is and how you price your offer. Number one, you have to tell them what to do. Tell them what to do is like when I give you a book, my book, The Third Day, I'm going to tell you what to do. In my book, Work on Your Game, I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to explain to you what the concept is. I'm going to tell you what the concept is. I'm going to tell you how it shows up in your life. And I'm going to tell you what to do in those situations. All right, that's level one. A book or a course is you telling another person exactly what to do and how to do it. Level two is do it with them. This is something such as coaching or consulting. This is where, okay, this person comes to you. They have this issue, this challenge. Now you are going to be hands-on with this person. Okay, what are we working on? Working on this? Okay, you're going to do this. All right, let's do it. Are you going to do that? Let's take care of that. You're going to do this? Let's take care of that. That's coaching and consulting where you are involved. You are giving your direct time to an individual and doing things with them. You're doing it together. Level one, they're doing it on their own. That's self-directed. So you get a book from me that we're not going to sit down and have a coaching call. I'm not going to answer a whole bunch of your questions. Everything's in the book. Now, you want to get my direct time that you go to level two. That's coaching and consulting. Level three is doing it for them. This is where you have something like an agency where let's say I wanted someone to handle all my social media. I hire a digital marketing agency. I give them all the assets, all the, the images, all the videos, all the files, everything, all the quotes, and they handle everything for me. They just do it all for me. And I pay them to do all my work for me. So these things do exist in this sense, but I just hope you understand the difference in the conversation, what I'm talking about here, helping a person versus this level in sales. So this is what an agency does. We do everything for you all in one. The more handholding that in a company or a person is doing for you, the more they pay for it. If you want me to tell you what to do, okay, you can get the book. It's free. Just cover the shipping. All right. This book right here, thirddaybook.com. Just cover the shipping. I'll give you the book. All right. I'm basically giving it to you for free. Do it on your own. Now, you want to work with me? All right, now that's coaching programs. Work on your game university. You can join the group. You can join the one-on-one. We have a conversation. I'll tell you what it is, and we work together or we don't. Now, doing it with me, that price goes up a little bit. Now, you want me to do it for you? Or you want me to do everything for you? Okay, that's like a, let's say, for example, you want to write a book, but you don't want to do the writing. So you hire a ghostwriter. There are companies out there to do this whole thing. Soup to nuts. They tell you the whole thing. That we will take all of your concepts. We'll have a couple conversations with you that we'll record, and we will write your book for you in your words, in your language. We'll write your book for you. We'll package it up. We'll design a cover. We'll put it up on Amazon. We'll put it up on iBooks. 
We will get you physical copies of the book. We'll do everything for you from start to finish. All you do is just give us the game. We will get the book written and put it all out for you. Now, you got to pay for that, but they will get it done. There are companies that do this. So the more someone else has to do for you or with you, the more you pay. As long as you're willing to invest, I mean, you can get anything done with the right amount of money. Right amount of money, you can have people do everything you want done in your life for you, except you know, just your personal stuff. Like They can't do your push-ups. No, they can't go to the bathroom for you. They can't eat your food for you. But pretty much everything else, you can pay somebody to get done if you're willing to pay for it. Ironically, after saying all that, the people who get most annoyed that you won't do things for them are also the people who are least willing to invest in themselves. See, people who are willing to invest in themselves that are listening to me right now, they understand they're nodding their heads. Like, yeah, that's right. If I'm willing to pay for it. I can get pretty much anything done. The people who get annoyed when you tell them that they're going to have to pay for you to do something on their behalf, they get mad at you because they got to pay for it. I've had these conversations as well, or at least these exchanges. They haven't been conversations. As soon as somebody says something like this, the conversation's over. I'm like, okay, you're not even willing to invest in yourself. Why are you talking to me? I just want you to understand from the sales side, any of you who's a salesperson, this is the way that the game goes. All right, this is the way it is going to be. It's not changing because there are some things about human nature that you just need to understand. Some people just don't understand the concept of investing in themselves while at the same time they expect things from other people. It makes no sense to me, but hey, everybody ain't the same. I talked about that in episode 1987, if you didn't hear it, four key principles of human nature. Well, let's recap today's class, which is how to help people, letting them do the work. I had a basketball player ask me to send them some camps that they could look at to play professional basketball. And I thought to myself, now, if you don't even have enough discipline and enough you know, self-starter in you to go look up camps for a career that you claim you want, you will not get that career. So whatever he's doing for a living, I hope he likes it because he might be there for a while. Point number one, if you want to help a person maneuver them into being as self-sufficient as possible. You do not want people depending on you. Doing everything for a person is not helping them unless they're paying you for it. But they're paying you for it, then okay, as long as you know it's a business deal. Point number two, disclaimer is people won't always be happy about this. Some people will never be happy. Some people may come back later and thank you for it. But to be fair, there are people out there who will take it from you and they will be happy. They will say, hey, I'm glad you did it that way. I wasn't happy at first, but I went and applied it and it helped me out. The best way you can help a person is forcing them to figure things out for themselves and empowering them to do it. That's the best way you can help people. Those are the people that most will thank you in the long run is, hey, I'm glad you put me in a position to figure things out and do things for myself. Because if you didn't put me in that position to do that, then I never would have developed into the person that I became. You cannot do somebody's push-ups for them. Point number three, in sales, there's three levels of assistance. Number one, tell them what to do. Number two, do it with them. Number three, do it for them. The more hand-holding you do for another person, the more they got to pay you. Ironically, people who get most annoyed about this, this hierarchy are people who are the least willing to invest in themselves. When you run into these people, just turn around and go the opposite direction or tell them to do so. This is how the game goes. Not everybody understands investing in themselves is just human nature. Don't be mad at it. Just understand it. Send me a text. You want to get my daily motivation text? Comes out every single day straight to your phone. My number is 305 384 6894. Work on your game university. All the coaching programs are open. You want to work with me one on one? We will do it together. We will work on where you're at, where you want to go. I can be your extra set of eyes. We'll work on your strategy, your accountability, your execution. Again, there's nothing wrong with having someone helping you out. I am in coaching programs, I am in masterminds, I hire coaches, and I do coaching. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, just in case anybody misconstrued the message that I'm giving here today. That is all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. 
have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894. 